Sci-Fi Fans is the official podcast of science fiction author W.A. Blinko. Before today's episode, I'd just like to mention how this podcast is made. Thank you so much for listening to that short advert. It really does help this podcast. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hi and welcome to Sci-Fi Fans, the podcast of movie trivia. Now recently I've done a, a multiple edition episode where I covered three different films. Today is kind of similar, but on this occasion I'm going to be covering more than just three films. If you're a fan of horror, this could be the episode for you, as I shall be talking about Scream, as well as The Shining, Friday the 13th, and also Psycho, which of course is the classic Alfred Hitchcock horror film. Um, I'll talk to you about budgets and uh, sets and actors and what they felt and what they went through whilst making these films. And trust me, some of them went through an awful lot to get that perfect cut by the director. So without any further ado, let's kick off the show. Starting off with the 1996 slasher film Scream. Scream is credited as the film that rebooted Drew Barrymore's career and it also stars Neve Campbell as well as Courtney Cox who most listeners will probably remember her from Friends. So number one, when Drew Barrymore arrives home with her parents and she's told to go to the Mackenzie's, this is something that Jamie Lee Curtis said to her own children in Halloween. So it's a little bit of a cross-reference there. So there you go. Number two, after the film Scream was released, the use of caller ID increased threefold. Number four, filming was complete and wrapped within eight weeks. And bringing up the rear, number five. Um, the eagle-eyed viewers would notice that when Henry Rinkler goes into the wardrobe, there is a leather jacket. Now, this leather jacket is the exact same coat that he used to wear when he played the Fonz during Happy Days. Next up on my list is the 1960 masterpiece Psycho, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, with um, Anthony Perkins, Vera Miles, John Gavin and Jeanette Lee. And the story is about a Phoenix secretary who manages to embezzle $40,000 from her employer's client. She then goes on the run and checks into a remote hotel run by a young man under the uh, domination of his mother. And I believe this was the uh, Bates Motel. This has recently been made into a TV series. And I think it is just simply called um, Bates Motel or something along those lines. Anyway, here is number one. Walt Disney prevented Alfred Hitchcock from filming in Disneyland after Psycho was made. So referring to it as that disgusting film. Number two, Alfred Hitchcock was well known for his cameos in his films. And because of this, he actually placed his cameo early on in the film, so he would kind of get it over and done with, and then the audience would be able to concentrate on the film. Number three, Bosco chocolate syrup was used instead of fake blood, and this is because Alfred Hitchcock felt that it showed up more and better on camera. Number four, this is Alfred Hitchcock's very first horror film. And finally, number five, uh, Psycho would go on to be Alfred Hitchcock's highest grossing film of all time. We jump forward to 1980 and Friday the 13th. 
Friday the 13th has gone on to spawn a franchise with um, Freddy vs. Jason. So there's a crossover there as well with another well-known horror franchise, and that was, of course, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Interesting fact, and this isn't, this isn't film-related, if there is a Friday the 13th in January, then there will be four Friday the 13th in that particular year. But um, I digress. Friday the 13th stars uh, Betsy Palmer, Adrian King, Robbie Morgan, Harry Cosby, uh, Kevin Bacon, which I didn't realise until I started making this uh, podcast, Lauren Bartman, as well as a few other well-known actors and actresses. The story essentially is uh, set in 1957 and a young boy named Jason drowns in a lake near Camp Crystal Lake. The next two uh, next two years, counsellors are murdered and it brings it up to 1980 where a descendant of the original owners of the, uh, the camp reopens the camp in, in Crystal Lake. And uh, this is where some... Uh, Certain things tend to go off key. Anyway, here is number one. The film's budget was a reported $550,000. It went on to make, though, at the box office, almost $40 million. So uh, not a bad return on that, is it? Did you know Harry Cosby is actually the son of Bing Cosby, the singer? So uh, there you go. Dreaming of a white Christmas. Surprisingly, it only took 28 days to film Friday the 13th. It would take, though, a further 10 weeks for the editing process to be completed. And finally, Crazy Ralph was originally called Ralphie Ratboy in the original script. We can't talk about horror films without mentioning John Carpenter. We go back to 1978 for the very first Halloween film. The uh, premise of the film is 50 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night in 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the same small town where he came from and so the killing begins again. Halloween spawned a franchise, a bit of a common theme with these horror films, and um, Jamie Lee Curtis reprised her role very recently in one of the latest editions of the film and I believe there is actually another one in the works which I think also is going to star Jamie Lee Curtis but it's going to bring a line under this entire franchise and then who knows they'll probably reboot it after that. So without further ado here are my top five things that you didn't know about this Jamie Lee Curtis classic. Number one the original title of the film wasn't Halloween they were going to call it The Babysitter Murders. Number two, finances. The original budget for the film was a mere 300,000 US dollars. Although on its first release, it went on to gross 47 million dollars at the US box office alone. Number three, Jeanette Lee gained legendary status for the film Psycho, directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Now as a tribute to Alfred Hitchcock, Jamie Lee Curtis was given a role in Halloween. Number four, it's not uncommon for actors or actresses to portray characters that are their younger, sometimes a little bit older, but in this case, all of the female leads in the uh, film 
were supposed to be teenagers, but they were played by girls in their early 20s. Jamie Lee Curtis is the only exception to this, as she was 18 years of age when she made Halloween. So finally, number five, Halloween was shot in 20 days in the summer of 1978. And finally, we come up to a film that stars one of my favourite actors of all time, and that is Jack Nicholson. There is only one film, one horror film that I can talk about that involves Jack Nicholson, and that is, of course, The Shining. Released in 1980, and um, yeah, it's, again, set in a hotel, so if you don't like horror films, and if you don't want to be butchered in your sleep, I suggest uh, you, you don't stay in hotels. <laughs> sleep in your car, it might be safer. Um, yeah, so The Shining was released in 1980. It stars Jack Nicholson. And uh, it basically, it's about a family that heads to an isolated hotel for the winter where a sinister presence starts influencing the father into violence while his psychic son sees horrific forebodings from both the past and the future and uh, let's get on with it number one more cheese in order to uh, get jack nicholson into the right frame of mind and to basically to really upset him and i'd say piss him off if i'm allowed on youtube um they he was given a diet of cheese sandwiches for two weeks which is something that he absolutely hates number two the tennis ball scene in which we watched the ball roll down the stairs and into the toy box took 50 takes to actually pull off. Number three, in order to get the cast in the right frame of mind, they were made to watch films such as Eraserhead, Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist. Sounds a bit demanding on this film set, doesn't it? Number four, in a poll conducted by Entertainment Weekly, The Shining was voted the ninth scariest film of all time. Finally, number five, Stephen King has never understood why people find this film so scary. So, um, I don't know, perhaps he's never watched it. <laughs> and that's it for Sci-Fi Fans, the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I know the sound quality has possibly been a little bit varied at certain points, and I do apologise about that. I am trying to sort out some new equipment. Um, but anyway, on with the show. Uh, I will be back next week, as usual, with some more movie trivia. And do keep listening because I have got some guests coming onto the show in future episodes. I'm not going to tell you who they are. You're just going to have to find out when they come on. If you're enjoying the content here on Sci-Fi Fans, the podcast, then please do check out my TikTok channel, Sci-Fi Fans, SCI.FI1, and my YouTube channel, which is simply Sci-Fi Fans. I am on other social media networks and platforms, and you can find all those links to my uh, other platforms on my website which is wayneblinko.com and please don't forget if you're into science fiction pop culture and i guess you are because you're still here listening to me ramble on please do check out my book on amazon it's called broken ceasefire and um also i have a second book on there called xander's salvation all of those details are available on the amazon bookstore and do go and check them out Thanks again for your continued support and I'll be back next week. Cheers. All information in this podcast episode is researched by myself, Wayne Blinko. I use various websites such as IMDB or official websites from actors, films or film studios. Thank you very much.